Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. Three hours of great sports talk. To the Petros and Money Show. On air at AM570 LA Sports. With the ability to really go anywhere and do anything. Streaming everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Hosted by Mad Money Smith. Check out my fit. And Petros Papadakis. That's what we like to hear. Here they are on your home of the L.A. Dodgers. In sync and down the drain. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. That's the truth. Buenos dias. It's just hard. Because it's hard. And it's hard. It's just hard. Gosh, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. It's- La mine. La, la that's, that's not cool. It's just hard. Hey, 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 there's a little boy right there. Some things one can tell without doing them that they are a great bore. Going it out, Vic. Petros and Money AM 570 LA Sports Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. An hour out from Dodgers on deck. Two hours out from the Galpin Motors broadcast booth. First pitch against the Brewers. Dodgers going for the sweep and their 11th win in a row. It will be Corbin Burns of the Brewers. Last year's Cy Young winner, award winner, I should say, in the National League against Lance Lynn. And tomorrow we've got ourselves the fifth stop of the 10th annual PMS Summer Tour. The fifth and final stop. At the Vans headquarters in Costa Mesa, P, where we're going to be giving away $10,000 and a host of other prizes. It's going to be a huge party, and you should be there. There's a band called Fast Times. It starts at 3. Mark Sanchez will be there. You should get there a little earlier because, man, what a kick-ass time. And unlike a lot of our remotes, parking is ample. Right now, it's time to find our fun facts. It's the hour three. Fun facts. Fun facts. Well, I thought you'd appreciate this, uh, P, with your uh, your Greek heritage. The story of Cyclops has its uh-huh. origins from the Mediterranean islands and the natives who found the prehistoric remains of extinct dwarf elephants. Their skulls were but twice the size of humans, but their central nasal cavity was mistaken for a central I socket. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, way all over that Cyclops story. I <laughs> no, they tell they tell all the Greek kids that story in bed. It's one of the first things you learn. Now yeah. listen, Cyclops is a dwarf elephant. Yeah, that, that's not how cavity. I learned, Matt. You know, as a young Greek boy, I learned that the Cyclops came from the Oklahoma area and played in Norman <laughs> and then came out to the Clippers. Get it? I do get it. Those eyes were close. His eyes are real close. All right, it's time. It's time for Quick Hits. The PMS Quick Hits. I'll make it quick, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brought to you by ServPro. Call ServPro for whenever property damage strikes your home or business. The cleanup and restoration specialist, 1-800-SERVPRO. The Dodgers kicking ass. That's why we have a football three things Thursday next. They continue their homestand tonight versus the Milwaukee Brewers. Lance Lynn on the mound. He is 3-0 
as a Dodger starter. Vasse told us it's because of the bigger park. And he'll be in the bigger park tonight. And all the parks in the wild, wild west are not as wild and wooly as originally predicted, Matt. They are not. No. The uh, wild, wild west is brought to you by SoCal Gas. Contact A112 business days before digging around your home. Go to SoCalGas.com slash 811 to learn more. Uh, well, the Dodgers will gain ground on either the Diamondbacks or Padres as they are taking on one another tonight as it stands right now. They continue to run away with the division. They built another game on top of the Giants as they won last night. The Giants lost, so now 10 up on San Francisco, 13 up on Arizona, who has won two in a row, and 16 up on San Diego as they have also won two in a row. Took two out of three from the Orioles, and I heard from a smattering of Padre fans. Is no surprise. There were some Padre fans out of the Chargers camp today. I mm. uh, overheard the conversation of, you know, after last night, the way Tatis stole those bases and stole home, you know, take a two or three from the Orioles. I think I'm back in. That's I think I'm back in. Yeah, that's all it takes for them, yeah. Matt. They're th- they're so thirsty. Yeah, I think I'm back in. We're so thirsty, we don't care. <laughs> uh, the Angels are all, Matt, they won two. 60 and 62 on the season. They're only seven games back in the AL wildcard race. They are off tonight, and they're back home against the Tampa Bay Rays tomorrow. Very exciting. 60 and 62. Seven back with about nine teams in front of them for the wild card. But, hey, I don't know if you heard this. I hear Mike Trout's getting closer to getting back out there. I'm just – I'm a giant emoji eye roll right now. That's what I am. I'm not a fish, a fish Uh, head. If that's your emoji, then I'm an Ege bowl. Oh, somebody each bowled me the other day. Each bowl. Somebody each bowled me, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's each bowl!" I gotta tell Matt. I'm in. I almost tell. I almost texted you. Hey, somebody (laughs) each bowl. I got each bowled. Matt, the Lakers will tip off the season at Denver on October 24th. First game Thursday, October 26th versus the Phoenix Suns. That's exciting. Yeah, man. We were gonna go through it game by game, but. Oh, have... I got them winning there, which means I've got them at 18. Victory! Two. Victory! Victory! Guys, we can't pick them to win every game. The Clippers right, will tip off on Wednesday. Adam's doing this, I think, on a podcast. October 25th against the Portland Trailblazers at home. Marquee home matchups for the Clippers this season include facing the Lakers on January 23rd. Why? Why? They play every year. Yeah, but... But not like this. What do you mean? I don't know. Golden State Warriors, <laughs> December second, and the fourteenth. Yeah, and the yeah, that's House a good point. It's it's not like it's the it's it's not like it's football where you rotate. Yeah, and you're playing a different division. Oh my every god, year. we got to go to Eugene. Right. You know, it's just right. it's, uh, Yeah, I don't get it. But here it is. Yes, yes, Tim. Kids. And so you can plan accordingly, buy those Christmas gifts for the kids or a loved one or a friend so they can go see the Clippers and Lakers and go see PG uh, and Kawhi. Because we all know they're going to play that night, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's not a roll of the dice. It's not gambling to see whether or not they're going to be out there. Exactly. Well, I heard Adam Silver say mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be different. He can feel it. Oh, that's good. This season, he's ready to, to put well, down the hammer you know, that I the mean, uh, that... player-controlled league has come to an end, that they – they bit the hand that fed, okay? Yeah. Well, he, he does gave them have... an inch, and they took two yards. 
Silver does have the mystical power of the undead, so perhaps he's right. I believe uh, in the undead. Uh, you know, James Harden looks like he's got a dead guy in his shirt. <laughs> yeah, fat ass. He's flirting with the idea of playing in China at some point. Every time I come here, the love is just like, it's crazy. You know mm. what I mean? Harden said, per the Philadelphia Inquirer. So I feel like they deserve to actually see me come play here. Love is always crazy here. Uh, that's a great idea. And I think you should do that, James. I think that is a great idea. Apparently, he must have found the Burger Wing strip club joint that oh, had been eluding him on prior China visits. Are there hookers in China? Yes. I could say then that the love there is crazy for him. <laughs> Matt, the Chargers host the Saints on Sunday, second preseason game. They've been having joint practices. The game is on Alt 98.7, kickoff at 4. We'll talk more about it in Three Things Thursday. You know, it looks like Michael Orr, Matt, you know, not, not quite the victim that, uh, that originally he was painted out to be. This story becomes more and more complex with the blind side. Well, the other side is pushed back. Um, the Tuis already said that he had tried to extort $15 million from them a couple years ago. You give, us, you give me $15 million or I'm going to call you guys out. The author of The Blind Side, Michael Lewis, who has been called out for being silent on this, offered his thoughts. Um, that he was never that or was never adopted that the Tuis became you know essentially took advantage of him that he never got any money for the movie or uh, or from Michael Lewis and he says uh, says or with the Washington Post in an interview that the Tuis family each earned uh, three hundred and fifty grand from the film and that the Tuis planned to give or an equal share. Wow, they got so, butt rammed on that, huh? So I think Lewis is like, hey man. Take it to the Tuies. I don't want any part of this. All I did was license my book to be made into a film. If them weirdos didn't give him his money, that's on them. Stanford and SMU are pulling out all the stops to try to join the ACC. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice is moving on Stanford's behalf. Oh. And George W. Bush for SMU. Oh, yeah, the Houston thing. Yeah. They've been in contact with officials around the ACC trying to convince them to get those respective schools into the league, SMU in the Dallas metro area, and Stanford in the clouds of elitism. Desperation is a stinky cologne. Well, uh, you know, the... Espen is going to want somebody on the West Coast. But, you know, Stanford has wrecked already one league with their quote-unquote influence. I wouldn't say they were completely to blame, but they shoulder some of the blame, more than most, in the Pac-12. And I wonder if they're serious about playing big-time college football in the modern era. Uh, Condoleezza Rice for Jim Bob Bahui. Can I count on your vote, sir? <laughs> Letting uh, Stanford in. You know, she's ACC. got a lot of experience, you know, and that she's been on the playoff committees and all yeah. those different things. So, you know, she knows a lot of these dudes. And W, you know, he's just a fun guy to be around. Hey, hey freaking nachos. Yeah, right in the background going, hey. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, we want everybody that used to be in the Power Five to find a home so they don't have to fire a bunch of people with the lack of a TV deal. And we'll be back with Three Things Thursday on the Petros and Money Show on AM570 LA Sports.
Thanks for listening, everybody. Petros and Money headed toward Dodgers, Brewers, Lance Lynn versus Corbin Burns. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Coming up tonight with Tim Cates at Tim Cates on X. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he is uh, waiting to get you all the information. But Matt and I will be live, of course, in beautiful Costa Mesa at the Vans headquarters tomorrow. We've told you about it incessantly for the last four or five days. Big prizes. Mark Sanchez is coming down. Everybody is going to be there. And the Fast Times, the band that will bring you back to a happier, simpler time, will be serenading us throughout. And they are excited and we are excited. So we can't wait. Come on down. Show starts at 3. Get there early. And right now it's time for Three Things Thursday. One, one, two, three. This is Three Things Thursday on PMS. Well, a uh, story that continues to gain some ground uh, Uh, in the world. Three things from the world of the NFL, by the way, even though we did names yesterday, Pete. Um, I figured, you know, we got plenty of Dodgers. They've won 10 in a row. The last thing we want to do is overdo it. And next thing you know, we're the jinx. Like, had well, we well, not yeah, talked when about they're Corbin, winning, you, know I mean? you talk about how great they are, and then they lose, and everybody says it's your fault. Exactly. And I'm you know ready, what? I'm ready to blame you. I don't need that in my life, okay? I don't need that. Um, this is one that we talked about off the air. I don't think we really discussed it on the air. It's a very small story. But uh, as I was discussing kind of the particulars of it earlier today I was out at practice it was joint practice with the Saints for the Chargers at Jack Hammett they're doing it again tomorrow and um with Sebastian Joseph Day he plays defensive line for the Chargers I don't know if you called any of his games at Rutgers when you were doing all those Rutgers games and the Maryland games back in the day one Rutgers game there we go um but he (laughs) wanted to make sure that he imparted upon me um how incredible unbelievable impossible you you know you couldn't write this in hollywood but it happened oh that's a good one the uh it's a hell of a call the cj okoye story is uh and and he took me from the first time he saw him at otas uh the nfl does something called the international pathway program in which they pick like six teams a year and they assign a player from a you know from a foreign country an international player that has been identified, I guess, by some of their scouts or something um, in these programs that they have and trying to develop the game and popularize the game in different countries on different continents um, to each of these individual franchises. And C.J. Okoye is from Nigeria, um, was assigned to the Chargers. Africa? C.J. Okoye grew up in Africa. He came here by himself. Family didn't come with him. Young man. And when he showed up at OTAs, they didn't even really know where he was going to play. He's a giant guy. He's six foot six. Uh, he, uh, Sebastian said that when he first had a, when he first kind of started talking to CJ, I asked him how he was a giant guy. He's like, I just looked at him. He looked like a, a brick ass house. And I said, what do you weigh? And he guessed, I don't know, three, you know, what he did it in kilos. So whatever the translation was, ends up weighing 355 pounds, just Pretty rock big. solid, giant guy. And then they say, yeah, you're playing D line. And so, uh, he had, Joseph Day said that he had played with another international player who was playing O-line, which was a little bit easier for him to grasp sort of the idea of what you're supposed to do. He's like, D-line, this is, you know, you're trying to explain how fast things are going. C.J. Okoye never played a game of football. That's the like, word on the street, yes. N- never once played a single 
single down of organized football. And here's kind of what I got to think and how just incredible. He didn't know he had a sack. He just assumed he tackled the quarterback and, and said that when he came to the sideline, he uh, specifically is Sebastian Joseph Day has kind of taken him under his wing, become his mentor sort of guy. He said, I, I told him if you sack the quarterback, you have to have a dance prepared, that whole thing. And so when I asked him why he didn't do the dance, and that's why he did the dance on the sideline, because he said he didn't understand what a sack was. And that's he just right. thought that it was a, a tackle. So uh, on top of all that, this is what it got me thinking. This is without the Hollywood embellishment and the need to make this into a 90-minute story or whatever it was, a 100-minute story about some doldrum down in the dumps, the mill is closing, Indiana town, and how one steel worker decided, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go make something of myself, and I'm going to play football at one of the most prestigious universities in all the land. And believe you me, I'm going to make it. And not only am I going to make it, but I'm going to make some sort of sensational play that everyone will remember forever. And it will be so compelling and impactful that one day I'll write a book, I'll do a speaking tour, they'll make a movie, and I will be able to live off that one single play. Because if I don't make that play, the story is not nearly as intriguing. Mm. Even though the idea of simply making a team even if you're on the scout team, whatever it may be, is still quite impressive. From casting iron ore in a down-in-the-dumps central Indiana town to somehow finding your way. Now that's a story. On an era Parsegi and Notre Dame football team. Oh, and everybody puts their jersey on the desk. This is the Rudy story. Like, at least this is the Rudy ending. Well, except the dude's, you know, 350 and swole and fast. But I mean the... I mean, Rudy is a little fat guy. The idea that this guy has never played football, no idea how to play defensive line, is going up against guys that are fighting for roster spots or practice squad spots. By no means are they... You know, it's a preseason game, but it's not like they're taking the snaps off. They're trying desperately to not be you know, one of the 20 guys that's going to get cut and make the practice squad or the the actual 53-man roster, to come up with a sack in that setting in your first-ever organized football contest truly is one of them. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's it's unthinkable that even though it was – and you're talking about sacking a guy that just won the national championship 65-7 to is the quarterback that he ended up dragging down into the AstroTurf with all of those potentially cancer-causing black rubber pellets. So congratulations. It it very remarkable. It really is. It really is. You know, you always, you get get some foreigners on the line from time to time, Matt. You know, we got a, there was an Egyptian guy they threw into the game that had never played before at Boise State uh, last year. And uh, he blew everybody up and like ran around like a chicken with his head cut off in the back right? field. And, uh, well, he's starting now, you know, and I, I remember, uh, Kenichi Udezi's story was always really interesting to me. You know, we recruited him. He was like a 16 year old fresh, uh, freshman at USC weighing 400 pounds. And, you know, Ed Ogeron carved a guy, a remarkable, uh, athlete out of that, uh, made him swole and strong and he ended up getting picked in the draft. But going straight to the pros and making a sack in the first or second preseason game. Like his third snap. <laughs> is uh, remarkable, without a yeah. doubt. So congratulations Somebody to Somebody called him. John Favreau, man, and Vince Vaughn and freaking oh, yeah. Sean Astin. 
Let's get it going. You know, I don't, I look, I don't know if he was working in a mill. You know, I don't know if his town is down on its luck and they're talking about closing that mill and, and maybe dad's not going to have a job. In Nigeria, it's a I don't thriving know. town. Right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, second thing, another one to file into the category of eh, very hard. So I guess it's not as hard because it's not like he is the giant uh, cartoon-like wolf that patrols the sideline and does TikTok dances with uh, Jackson Mahomes. But the idea that a, that a fan who is a mascot, a Clippers Daryl-esque fireman Ed, uh, the, the Broncos guy that was in the barrel with the John 316 and the rainbow afro, those might be two different guys. I think that the rainbow afro and the 316 are different than the guy in the barrel. But the, they are the, different, Matt. And you know yeah. what? This is a shameless attempt to, to, to downgrade the Chiefs. Uh, it is not. It is because today was the day. Uh, because the guy was on the lam. On the lam for months before he was finally arrested. Uh, the KC Wolf, uh, known as Chiefsaholic, patrols the stands, fires up the crowd. He I does believe great it to be, work. Great work out there in Kansas City, Matt. He does. The, on the plains. I believe Arrowhead to have the best atmosphere, fan atmosphere, from the tailgate to the in-game. Uh, it is exceptional. It is, it is almost impossible to step to the Chiefs and, and what those fans do. And this is not recent, you know, with this run of trips to the Super Bowl and a couple championships. It has been that way for, hey, when it was Neil Smith and Christian Okoye out there, yes. when, it was, when it was Steve DeBerg, Dr. Cunningham and Priest Holmes. Oh, yeah. It was still like this. Still like this. Was Vanover a chief? No. To Mark Vanover? Absolutely he was. He was. Who was their other incredible punt returner that I'm spacing on right now? Uh, I remember Albert Lewis, the great corner. I remember Barry Your friend Sammy Knight was a chief, right? Harvey Williams. Sammy Knight played for all the NFL teams. That's a good point. He was the Uh, Chucky Brown of the NFL. Yeah. I remember Dan Saliamua. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember. I mean, I can't. Uh, Derek Thomas, obviously. I mean, yeah, but uh, Neil uh, Neil Smith. Oh, with the Band-Aid on the nose. Yeah. I'm going to breathe up all the air. That's what's going to make the difference in me, pass rushing you. Um, So our guy, Xavier Babudar. Babudar. 19 charges. Four, transporting stolen property across state lines. 11, money laundering. And three, armed bank robbery. And one, bank theft. I did not check. I just thought this was one of those kind of like funny. Oh, isn't that great? This guy's a real weirdo that was wearing the uh, the wolf costume going to cheat. Oh, you don't say. A guy that was dressed up like a wolf uh, every single game for the last 10 years is a weirdo. Um I yeah, did not it, realize. It stands to reason, you know. Stands to reason we shouldn't be surprised. I just did not realize. How much of a criminal he was? Like, this dude, it's freaking Wild West from the 1800s. This guy is cruising all over the United States, freaking picking off banks, 700 grand from six banks and three others that he tried to rob but was foiled. Uh, not to mention, not to mention, laundering the proceeds at casinos and sports books. Nice. Uh, before he was finally caught. I mean, it's it's freaking Bonnie and Clyde. I don't know if they're going to have the car that he was caught in at the the Pistol Pete's. Was he shot at the, up at the state line? He did not get shot up. He um, 
he almost looks kind of like, you know how Derek Carr looks like bizarro David Carr, like he's not as attractive and just kind of has something a little bit off about him. Thanks a lot. With I uh, have a much better looking older brother. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, what about it, about Matt? Uh, he looks kind of like a bizarro Joe Burrow in the face. Like, yeah, I'm almost Joe Burrow, but I got this pube stash and look like I probably have a problem well, with a methamphetamine. Criminal. Exactly. He is a criminal. But he has, um, he in fact has been indicted. Bank robbery, money laundering, and I just want to tip the cap for the Bonnie and Clyde-like run that he had yeah. across the country before finally getting snatched up some thousand miles away from uh, where he started this whole rampage. You know, you could also compare your guy Okoye's story with the water boy. You know, just comes out, freaks out, and tackles people with the ball. You know, doesn't know what the hell's going on. You know what, though? I don't like, I don't like comparing anything to the water boy because that's just such – it's such a pure – remarkable, innocent, motivational story. Sure it is, yes. That, you know, I want to make sure it just kind of stands. Y'all were there when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, were you? <laughs> yes, I want to make sure that that is able to stand on its own. What's the uh, third thing, Matt? Third thing, just Sunday we will be out at SoFi Stadium. I was able to get close to Derek Carr today. Uh, I will spend tomorrow considerably closer to him. The way they run it is... You know, ones v one. So the Chargers offense, or at least it's Chargers you think offense your versus Saints are big? defense. Do you think and your arms are big? I can see you. Saints see offense. The, I see your big arms. Versus Chargers defense. Today I did the Chargers over versus the Saints deal. You don't impress tomorrow. me much. Psst. I will be over there. But Psst. while I was having those conversations with those Chargers that I just detailed as it pertained to CJ Okoye, he did walk right in front of me at like a Rich Gannon distance Psst. after Gannon had told Cates to lose his number. And when he looked at me and I gave him kind of like a what's up nod, Kate's really held it against me for like I a while. I remember year. that, yeah. Uh, I did not have that sort of interaction with Derek did Carr. Did you whisper eyes, subliminally at him, Matt? Our eyes did not meet. Did you Did you tell him how much you hope for his failure? I did not. I don't. I did not. All I did was, and I, I didn't even say it to Gerald Everett, who was sitting next to me at the time, but I should have said it out loud. I said it to myself, and I said, those arms ain't that big. Yeah, Matt, angle. you ain't that swole. <laughs> like, Did you kind of roll up your sleeves and bow up and get on your tiptoes a little? I very uh, discreetly was flexing my biceps yeah, as hard as I could to get them yeah. pumped up Look at that. Look at that. as he was walking by. Did you go behind the bleachers and bang out some push-ups? <laughs> some pull-ups. I really wanted to kind of push-ups, then pull-ups. I really, And then I just started lifting tables. I'm scared of you, Derek. The blood going. But I got to say, I, did, I, I legitimately, because I'm a complete idiot, and a loser. I did say to myself, them arms ain't that swole. You use a camera angle? Yeah, it's total camera Bad angle. Bad camera it's angle, and all... he was flexing. He was glistening. Yeah, flexing. Was, it was a sun. Them arms ain't that yeah. swole. You it's like a black and white me. photo. That's what it's it's that guy had nothing special there. But I will have a much better angle, and I will see him uh, throughout the course of about an hour and a half tomorrow. So Bring maybe your measuring it was just... Tape. Exactly. That's not a bad idea. I do have one of those. I'll have yeah. to see. Hey, uh, Derek, come over here. Let me see. What are, what are these things hanging? Uh, all right, now flex for me. <laughs> I'll try to get you those numbers. We'll do the dead and alive guy birthday of the day next. That is three things Thursday. PMS continues here on Thursday. Dodgers Brewers starts at six. Thanks for listening, everybody. Crunchy Groove Thursday mercifully coming to an end here on your Dodger station. We'll see what the Dodgers can do to the Brew Crew. That's the truth. At 
six Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck starts with Tim Cates. And we'll see if the Dodgers can win yet another game. This would be 11 in a row. Matt, your dead guy birthday of the day beating out uh, Davy Crockett. Uh, beating out Davy Crockett is who Tim Cates is not related to. It's Daniel Boone that Cates That's is true. related to. Uh, but another raconteur, Monty Woolley, a film and theater actor, grew up in the highest social societies in Manhattan, went to Yale. Ooh, skull and bones? I don't know, but he got his uh, master's at Yale and at Harvard. I'm just saying, yeah, skull and bones. Because yeah. he, coached, he coached drama at Yale. Oh, that's a big-time deal. That's like the number one theater school in the nation. Right. This guy was number one theater show guy. He also served in World War I in uh, Paris. Yeah, greatest generation. Well, not really, but... No, World War I, but World close. War I, yeah. Real close. Nominated twice uh, for an Academy Award as a Best Actor and a Best Supporting Actor. Started acting in the late 20s and 30s. Huge guest performance clout, Matt. Fred Allen. Duffy's Tavern. Charlie McCarthy, Edgar Bergen, and he made a smooth transition into television, most mostly Broadway stuff. You know, like our hero, Robert Goulet. <laughs> like our hero, Robert Goulet. Uh, his beard print and hands were at Grauman's Theater. I think they changed those out, though. You know, Beard print? Yeah, he printed his beard. His beard was real sharp. And uh, very uh, distinctive, sharp-ass beard. Seems kind of weird, right? You're going to put your beard in cement? That would be hard to, like, clean and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, right? But it's there. I mean, I, you know, it's probably been yeah. replaced with, like, Julia Roberts' uh, curly hair. Yeah. But uh, uh, he's got a star on the Walk of Fame. Uh, he did the long cigarette holder thing and a sweet-ass smoking jacket, Matt. And he was just flaming super gay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Traveled around the world with Cole Porter having uh, relations. Well, you know, the two of them they, were happy, I'm sure. They were gay together, yeah. But Cole Porter disagreed with Monty frequently taking black men to his bed. Well, that's not okay, Cole. That's not okay. Cole didn't like it. He didn't like it. He, didn't, he thought it was crowded. His most well-known play was The Man Who Came to Dinner. 783 performances. He was a black man, and he's going to be spending the night in your bed. With Cole Porter. <laughs> With Cole Porter. Uh, 783 of those. Uh, you're a live guy. First of all, shout out to our dear friend, Todd Lights. Best oh, NBA announcer around. Does it at Dodger Stadium. He is turning 60 today. I thought he was 45. I know. He looks considerably younger than either of us, and that is incredibly depressing. But happy birthday, Todd. We absolutely... Love you. The Alive Guy, easy one for me. And uh, shame on me and the other skateboarders that grew up in the same era I did for not really recognizing his brilliance. John Rodney Mullen was kind of an afterthought because uh, he wasn't Tony Hawk. He didn't ride vert. He wasn't a street skater like Lance Mountain or Tommy Guerrero, a pool rider like Lance Mountain, a street skater like Tommy Guerrero. He was freestyle. And quite simply, he's not just arguably the greatest skateboarder of all time, but he's probably the most important skateboarder of all time. The Born in Florida, dad was a dentist, said skateboarders are bums and it's a waste of time. You're not doing that. He convinced him otherwise, and he would practice for hours in the garage by himself. His first contest he entered was the U.S. Open. He was 11, and he finished fifth. 
Uh, two years later, he knocked off Steve Rocco, uh, who was the best skater in the world at the time when he was 14. Um, at that point, a 12-year-old Tony Hawk was so impressed that he came over and introduced himself to Rodney Mullen, saying he was uh, the best Tony skateboarder Hawk. he'd ever seen. He'd run a bunch of companies, World Industries, Plan B, big time, game-changing skateboard companies. Um, he invented the Ollie. That was him. He's like, I've got an idea. I'm going to try to get my board off the ground without using my hands. That was him. The kickflip Ollie. Rodney Mullen, uh, oh. heel flip, shove so it. So every all kid, bang, bang. Rodney Mullen. He's in the skateboarding hey, Hall of Fame. When are you going to land one of those, kid? Let me know. <laughs> Lives here in Southern California. Uh, genius, building blocks of skateboarding all. Rodney Mullen. Go uh, seek out a bunch of those conversations. They are great, the interviews, uh, if you're interested in sort of skateboarding history and, and Rodney Mullen on, uh, on the YouTube. Enjoy the game, everybody, and we'll be back tomorrow live from the band's headquarters at 3 o'clock. Please be there. We'll have something for you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.